Welcome to Mostly Max and Other Things. I am the aforementioned Max. Um, hello, how are you today? Today is Inauguration Day. Um, I am cautiously happy because we know what normally happens, but that said, it is it was lovely to see uh, my fellow sister Greek, um, um, half West Indian, <laughs> half D- Desi, is it DC? No, I'm saying it wrong, I know. But half Indian American um, sister and get sworn in today. I, I won't lie, I did shed a bit of a thug tear. Um, it was good to hear people who know how to speak English and read above a third grade level give speeches. It was nice. Um, Young Miss that did the poem, uh, claps. I was snapping like I was at Brooklyn Moon Cafe in the 90s at the end of her poem. She's everything. Um, She's everything. And um, those of you who know about Brooklyn Moon Cafe, you know, you know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so today was good. You know, we giving them today. Tomorrow, pressure. Because, mm mm-mm. Um, as, um, Kia Say Layman said on Twitter today, the mascot is gone, but the team is still here. Okay. So don't let them rock you to sleep, folks. Shit is not sweet. These cats still mean to undermine all the shit and all of any kind of progress that the people make. You know what it is. So, uh, pressure because, you know. It ain't nothing for cats to get comfortable and start fumbling everything. Um, I don't really have a lot this week. I, you know, I'm not, I don't have a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm drinking spiked coffee. So it's a little, I'm a little subdued. And also bear with me. I have like, today's not a good asthma day for me. So like, I'm like, um, coughing a lot and it's got me like raspy in the voice area. So please, uh, bear with a girl. Um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, the roach flew off as roaches do, you know what I'm saying? Um, chunk the deuces, left the place dirty, stole a whole lot of shit before they left. You know, just like, you know, when you have bad tenants and you, you kick them out and they tear up your place. I'm pretty certain that's exactly what went on in the White House. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some pee found in places there shouldn't be pee or Maybe some shit smeared walls like his friends left in the Capitol. It would not surprise me because, you know, everybody there was garbage. And uh, I hope that they gave that place a thorough cleaning. I hope they saged it. I hope they had somebody come in there and pray over it. Cast out whatever bad spirits is in there because, baby, you know it. Um, I hope they put bleach on every orifice in that house because mm-mm, no fabuloso no no pine saw bleach straight up bleach just bleach her down because it is a hot box of filth and disease in that shit so i hope they got that good and clean for the new folks coming in i hope they cleaned up the the vp residence too because you know it's not clean in there neither um i was watching you know since uh the sentient booger wolf the former sentient the f- okay, the Booger Wolf in former the former Booger Wolf in chief. Let's try that. Um, skated off and didn't come to nothing because he wasn't really invited. No, how everybody was chilling. Um, they he left the uh, empty suit behind, so he went to the inauguration. Um, back to the scene of the crime because the Capitol is a crime scene, and um, basically it was fun to watch. Um, Kamala send that ass off in in the uh, joint, the SUV joint that they pull up in. And I hope she says something threatening to that nigga. Because <laughs> it looked like she was being like, you know what it is now. You know what it is, right? Yeah, okay, good. I hope you know, because you should know. That's what it looked like to me. But in my mind, that's what was going on. But I'm certain it was probably a little bit more than they deserved. Also, too... The idea that the niggas who was in there co-signing 
all those roaches that ran through there less literally two weeks ago guys it was two weeks ago they had the goons run through there to the same fucking syncophantic ho-ass bitches sitting up in the stands at the inauguration of the dude whose shit they tried to undo and everybody's like shaking hands and shit and fucking what no Lock them up. No. What? No. I appreciated uh, President Biden's speech about unity and all of that. But no, no, no. Absolutely the fuck not. That's a no. It's a fuck no, actually. Because you're going to be smiling in my face when you were standing up in the goddamn pulpit talking about, well, maybe we need to recount this shit. And maybe this shit is a fraud. And it's probably a fraud. It's fraud. And you gonna come to the party for me today and smile on my face and act like it's all good? <laughs> not me. Could not be me. I'm not a politician for a reason, guys. <laughs> I am not a politician for a reason because I I couldn't be on a reality show either because it would just be me in the diary room rolling my eyes all the time. Like I don't like bitches that I don't like. <laughs> that would be the end of it. Like they'd have to put me out the house the first night because I'd be like, yo. I don't know you. I don't like you. You're a terrible person. I have no use for you. You are a human sack of garbage, and I don't see it for you. And I that's how I would move as a politician. I'd be like, oh, we have to work together to get things done. And I'd be like, but you tried to have me killed. Like, you literally were, like, cheering the goons who came to kill me and you less than two weeks ago. Barely two weeks. It's two weeks. Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You shouldn't be getting no invites to no functions. You should be getting invited to these hands. But anyway, fuck 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 all that unity shit. I'm sorry. Y'all keep that. Um also I am looking forward to my good sis, Tish James, uh, the New York AG, um, who was our first um public advocate who um gave me um a proclamation for my business when I was honored at an event that was kind of like a cool thing but now she's the ag and she's got them things ready <laughs> she got them counts on decky that she is going to file on tomorrow for that ass and i am here for it because the sentient shit pile was not able to get himself out from under with a pardon so <laughs> He has no protections, guys. He's just a regular bitch in these streets. Him, them roach-ass kids, his bitch-ass fucking son-in-law, that bitch Stephen Miller's out here, just a regular bitch with no protection. Well, you love to see it. Um, Of course, he couldn't just leave without pardoning all the roaches he didn't even pardon um Giuliani which <laughs> he's got no protection either <laughs> if they lock him up I will never recover okay I will never recover if they lock him up like it is the sweetest justice that would ever happen if they carted that meatball rancid meatball off to jail for his fucking bullshit because don't none of them had no protections and i'm here for it okay of course he the king of the roaches the roach kings he got all of them out like your 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 bannons and your uh flins and your uh stones because you know as i had an uh, inkling that would happen he pardoned stone so part so stone can do all the roachy shit that he does to try to do uh, a wrench in the works to try to keep their boy in office, which was bound to fail because that's what they do. Because remember, um, in the Bush days, Stone was behind what they call the Brooks Brothers riot when they were doing the recount on the Florida votes back in 2000. Um, he sent a whole bunch of Biffs and Chads down to the counting spot in Florida, and they actually got them to stop the count because of their fucking bullshit which is kind of you know they they tried that playbook again 
and I think it was in, was it in uh, Philadelphia and Detroit? They tried it. Didn't work. Unfortunately, it kind of worked. Uh, obviously, it worked um, in 2000 because, you know, they don't change the playbook. They just keep using the same fucking plays and, you know, hope something sticks. This time it didn't stick. So I assumed that he needed them people, your your Manaforts, your Flynn's, your, your Stones, your Bannon with his fucking grayscale having ass um, to be out to do, you know, the shit they do, the, the Roach Boy tactics, you know, so... I'm pretty certain he, they were behind a lot of that January 6th shit as well with the goons because it wasn't an organic thing. It didn't just come from nothing. There was a lot of money put on that. And I believe over the next weeks and months, we're going to find out just how many people were involved in that shit. And hopefully DC comes for them because they're, they're, you know, they can't get them on some Fed shit. Hopefully DC can get them um, and wherever else some hoes live. Um... But yeah, they they are free and clear to be out here, roachy as fuck, until they fucking die, because they're all old and they just are still here desiccating. On the upside, too, uh, Turtle Boy is no longer the majority leader, so that's cool. Uh, on the downside, he's he's out here making demands for shit, which, <laughs> please. Anyway, that's the latest. Um... And I'm just hoping for the best, but they'll get today. Tomorrow they get pressured because, you know, they need to be reminded all the time that they have the upper hand here and they can use it to their benefit and moreover, our benefit. So, you know, get them, them, get your, your fingers ready and type out them letters and make them calls because mm -mm, you're not about to fumble this shit. Any hooser. This week, I had the pleasure and privilege of talking to one of my faves, um, Zidonia Wong, who is an absolute joy to be around and talking about, you know, her plans for her career and how she got to where she is right now and, you know, what she's got on deck. Of course, because this is, in fact, mostly Max and other things. We talked about other things and <laughs> we went off the rails, but you come to expect that now so um coming up is my discussion with Zidonia I hope you enjoy it enjoyed it I had a ball doing it and it's coming up in two seconds today I have on the podcast the wonderful the gorgeous Zidonia Wong who is a lover of a corny joke um, <laughs> and gives the people seasickness with the waves on her head. And it's just a general joy to be around. And I'm super happy that we've become friends. So we just gonna sit here and get our chat on. Welcome to Mostly Max and Other Things. Hey, hello, Max. Thank you for having me. What an introduction. Yes. Come now, I'm gonna have to make sure these waves are on point every time. Because, but they usually I mean, are, though. So, like, you don't even gotta worry. So it's all good. Embarrassment of riches before here. I I try. You know, it's a good thing. You know that this is just voice only because I would hate to have your listeners get nauseous. She's not lying about that though. She's she's right. She's right. If you could see them wave, you'd be sick right now. <laughs> well, not today, sis. Not today is today is ripples. It's not waves today. Listen, we're doing what we can in the middle of a Panasonic. You know what I'm saying? So yes. let's, let's be nice yes. to ourselves because everything is trash. <laughs> These are facts. Everything is absolute trash. Like everything yeah. that can be garbage is in fact garbage. So, it is. It is garbage. It is a dumpster, a fire dumpster. Yeah, like yeah, I said last just, week, it's 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 a dumpster full of poop. So yeah, absolutely. It's twenty twenty, just pretending to be twenty twenty one, pretending to be that's, something new. It's really twenty twenty. It's, it's part two. It's the remix. That's all it is. <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's the remix, and I don't like it. I don't like this remix. I hate so. it. All right, so let's get started. Okay. First question, what do you do and why do you do it? 
Well, what I do a lot of things. Um, but for my day job that pays the mortgage, I work for the government um in child protective services. Mm. So I do that because well, I've always loved working with children and you know, just helping people. Like um I feel like my purpose is to serve other people. So that's always been something that I do. I've done like employment and volunteering, all that stuff. So, right. yes, I work in child protective services, protecting the babies, or trying to sometimes protecting the parents from the babies. Amen. But <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I do. Yeah. So, and I do it because I love it. Yeah, like I said, I just think um, that's my purpose here is to make sure that I'm serving others, helping others. So. I love that's that. What I'm doing. I love that. Yeah. So how did you get I started in um in that industry? Like how did you get started working in that field? Well, really I, it's really hard um well here, I don't know other places, but um to get into like government jobs because people literally like die out of the job or they retire and and that's how you get in. Um so I feel like that's everywhere. Right. <laughs> Yes, it's it's so it was difficult. Um, I started actually working. Well, like I said, I did volunteer work for I don't know, like twenty five years. I started when I was a teenager, like volunteering, mentoring, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, then finally, I've always done something that had to do with serving, helping other people. So, um, then I decided, you know, maybe. I will, instead of like doing it just for volunteer work, that maybe I could get paid for doing this too. (laughs) So I started working at, um, in social services in the welfare office, actually. I started Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. And then I decided, that's my dog in the background. You hear that nonsense? Sorry. (laughs) And then I started, (laughs) then I I decided to move on um, to child protective services. Just something that I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to, work with kids and help kids so that's what I did nice nice I got there um so like what are you hoping to achieve like in the long run like what is what do you what do you see as the perfect like position for you like the the end game basically for you so well as you know I'm back in school yeah Um, I'm back in school because (laughs) so I I have my degree in, um, I have my degree in, oh my God, sorry, my dog is loud. I have my degree in business. And so now I'm going back for human services because I want to, um, because I want to eventually get my degree and be a licensed therapist. So that's what I plan to do. I plan to become a licensed therapist um, after, well, after I get the degree in human services and go and get my master's in social work. And then I'll be able to be a licensed therapist. And so um, I'll do that. So ultimately that's what I do. I want to practice um, therapy, um, family therapy and therapy with, with young girls or with children really that um, have dealt with sexual trauma, sexual abuse and trauma. So that's amazing. That's, that's wonderful work. So that's like really noble and important because unfortunately, um, some people just shouldn't have no kids, but they do really promptly fuck it up. So they do. That is that is good work, and that's that's um something to be proud of because you know there's a lot of people get into the, the long money, and they don't help anybody. Right. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. So hopefully eventually what I'll be able to do, like I said, is start my own practice and then I'll have like access. I have access to different resources and stuff now, but hopefully, you know, that'll open up the door for me to be able to help with mental health and stuff like that too, because that's important to me. And also like we have a lot of that in our community. Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't talk about it a lot or, oh. you know, and just get programming and stuff together or resources together for the, for, you know, people in our community. Like I said, we don't have a lot of access or the resources are to get the mental health care that we need and it's been taboo right? the stuff that we need to do and it's been taboo for such a long time you know everybody's trying to pray mm-hmm. it away but sometimes that's just not enough you might need to go to a person who can help you now absolutely I, I had to myself this year, last year because as we know it was a shit show <laughs> 
Yes, that I I am, and boy, when I tell you I'm a cheerleader for going to therapy because <laughs> ooh, I had to do it myself. And like you said, it's been taboo. And then I was raised in the church, and like that's a big deal. Like pray it away. That's what they tell you: pray and fast, fast and pray. And that sometimes you just have it. They tell you to do a muddled mind at the end of it all. <laughs> Correct. You know, you know and I, to, to <laughs> place you need to be. You know, I mean, I know this to that. I mean, it has its place, mm-hmm, but sometimes mm-hmm. you got to add a little extra. <laughs> I, I agree, and I I tell people all the time. Well, you know, um, if you believe in God and you tell me to fast and pray, you know that God created therapists too, right? So you will be forgetting. You might want to go talk to one. Okay, it's okay. God's still gonna love you. The people, right? Pray and ask him to show you what. Right. Need it the most are like the most resistant. I find exactly <laughs> the the terrorist of the world. Amen. Like they need they need it more than anybody. So. If last week has told us anything, there is a collective mental break happening in this whole uh, country. They what got them crazy out here? They are crazy as an ableist slur. I should not use it. But those people are wilding. <laughs> they, <laughs> they are definitely wilding. The level of foolery, my goodness. And now that they're like getting caught and arrested, I'm just like. You see how wow. some of them have committed suicide as a result? Yeah, like, what? What did you, you was, How would you. You was really bad, but just a week ago. And yeah, now. Tough, really? Tough cookies. Until until the repercussions of the actions. A hot mess. A the hottest mess. I was just like, oh, okay, that's what they're doing. And the guy asking for again. Go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead. Hmm. The guy asking for the organic food and he actually he He actually received it. He did. Meanwhile, Muslims are eating pork. They forcing them to eat pork. Wow, to be white. He's a shaman. So he has to have organic food. A shaman. Listen. Okay. You know what? I'm tired of everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is that what he, he's calling himself? A shaman? He, he is a shaman. So his his uh practice requires him to eat organically. And the, the courts were like, okay, you and your goat skins and wow. your arm, get your get your uh mm-hmm. yeah. Where was all of that when he was raiding? The capital. They never keep that same energy. As we know, they never keep that same energy. And everybody, it's so funny to watch everybody get hip to the fact that they don't keep that same energy. Like the white folks are like, I was watching this summer and they were beating the hell out of those BLM protesters. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that is not new to us. How about that? Right. So, (laughs) uh, draining. All righty. So. What advice would you give someone who is looking to do what you do or the goal that you have to do what you want to do? Um, I would say definitely do this if it's a passion of yours. Don't do it for money, right? I know there are a lot of people that get into this profession and stuff because, you know, it pays well when you get to a certain level, mm-hmm. it pays well. But I would definitely say... Um, yeah, do it if it's a passion of yours and to make sure that you take care of your own mental health as well because it, it gets heavy, right? It gets really, really heavy. Um, yeah, there's like a positive side to it where you get to see like children in better places and spaces mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And you get to get, you know, help children, children, sorry, help children get, you know, resources that they need, families get resources that they need. Mm-hmm. But definitely... Definitely, definitely um, make sure you take care of your own mental health, right? Yeah. And don't allow um, people to deter you from doing it because sometimes people say, I know that you, I know you're doing this because you want to help people, mm-hmm. but I'm sorry, say it again. I'm just I don't know if you could hear me. Sorry. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. So people, people, oh, okay. People will try to deter you and tell you like, you know, well, you're doing this because you say you want to help people, but are you really helping people? Like people say some wild stuff mm. when, yeah, people say wild stuff. So stay the course. It is not easy at all. It gets heavy. Take care of your mental health and yeah. And try your best to leave it at the office. Mm. Not easy to do, but yeah. try your best to leave all of that extra 
yeah. at the office because bringing it home is is next level. Like dealing with the stuff that you have to deal with and things that you see and read, and then yeah. dealing with your own issues of life. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. That I was recruiting people. Take its toll. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, part from one of the contracts that we worked on was recruiting people to do mental health counseling. And the last position I had at the nonprofit I was at, they were, you know, working mm-hmm. with people who were peer counselors and things like that. People who were, you know, people who uh, have worked through addiction and are still working through addiction and are counseling people who have addiction. And one of the questions I would ask mm-hmm. is, what is your self care routine? How do you take care of yourself because you know a lot of times you know you're dealing with people at the worst times of their lives like people unfortunately people don't come to you when you're doing well you know what I mean and a lot of the folks Mm -hmm. that they were dealing with the people who were transient one foot in the street um they were unhoused unhoused um they Mm -hmm. were you know struggling to just make it through the Mm -hmm. day you know and Mm -hmm. I'd ask them you know how do you work through some of the negative things that you're dealing with and how do you help people but also kind of keep them on track because sometimes they just you know the people that I was hiring were not really counselors they were people who were just kind of moving them along and doing assessments and getting them through the system so that they can point them in the direction of the help that they needed and sometimes those mm-hmm. folks were really like hanging on a thread and they would come in and they'd want to talk about it but there was a time mm-hmm. constraint like they had a max of 45 minutes to talk to these folks, which don't even get me started on that, um, and get them, you know, <laughs> pointed in the right direction, helping them if they were going through mm-hmm. crisis. And like the 45 minutes was if they had a crisis. They had to get these people in and mm-hmm. out in 30 minutes because there was like a long wait to see someone. So like, I'd have to ask wow. them, how do you keep people on track? And how do you, you know, help them navigate the system, but at the same time, be empathetic to what they're going through at the moment. So like, definitely, mm-hmm helping people is top level, top tier, awesome. Mm -hmm. But like also like making sure you help yourself is also a major key as well. Yes, it is. And it's, yeah, like I said, it's not easy. And for me, um, so there's different levels and sections in the child protective services field. I don't know how other states do it, but here they have investigators and they have people that, um, you know, which are the ones that actually go and take children out of the home. I don't do that part or have removed children, not take them, but remove them for whatever the reason. I don't do that part. Um, and then there's people that have them on, you know, these personal plans to help them get their children back in the home. Cause that's the, the end goal for in most all cases, actually, unless it's like a really horrible situation right. um, is to have the child placed back in the home. Um, and then there's a part where I do, I do the funding end of it. And so, you know, try to get funding to the families um, that are taking the children in. So the hard part about that, though, is I have to read through the cases. So the person that goes and removes the children, um, they basically write a story. You know, Mm -hmm. they write the story up and then I have to read. Yes, they write the case. And so then I have to read through all of that. And it's so detailed mm. that it's like reading a novel and being there in the situation. Mm. And so um, that is, like I said, it's really heavy, like uh, every day, but mo- some days are, are harder than others. So it is so important, right, to um, make sure you take care of your own mental health, but also not to take it too personal because some parents, they just, they're not going to do the plan. That's like they're the not going to, life. some of them don't. Right. Why are you even here? Like, why? Like, give up the kid. Like, what are you doing right now? That's the thing I think Correct. that gets to me the most too. Like, I, if I had to do that work, I probably get fired because I cut somebody out. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's sometimes I'm reading this stuff and I'm like, ooh, let, don't let me see this mother in the streets. Like, ooh, yeah. I want to fight. Yeah, it's it's crazy, and so you know, it it gets tough, but. You just one day at a time again not taking it personal is is a major thing like yeah. because sometimes the children can't go back home sometimes the children don't want to go back home yeah. and so you know part of you can feel like man I failed this child you know yeah. what I mean because sometimes I go back home and then something happens again mm. right so 
it's a lot, but you know, until I meet my rich husband, <laughs> I got to <laughs> get you one of them fine gentlemen from Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ooh, yes, yes, ma'am. If I listen, <laughs> if I ever meet one, okay, y'all gonna be like Zadonia, so bougie. Yes, I'm I like, am. Let's get Zadonia on the Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> listen if I get on the bachelor I'm gonna I'm tell them it's a must that they put you on the casting because I don't want none of the cornballs that I see on these shows okay none of them Man, I started here. watching it today <laughs> I'm on the second episode and I'm like woof <laughs> and there's Fullery. so many beautiful girls on there beautiful black girls on there this year yes like with good weaves Cause you know they do us one of them though. Sometimes you seen one of them though. That thing is just sitting like off her head. And I was like, sis, <laughs> sis, you looked in the mirror and you saw yourself and you thought this was okay. And beautiful. Right. Like, you this- know she would be gorgeous if she took that thing off. And it's just and they there, like not. its own entity on her head. <laughs> <laughs> like it's her for the bachelor and it's the wig that's here for the bachelor as well. They're but just the number two separate one thing. The number one worst wig of all time was sis that was on um, Love Is Blind. Remember that that um, the, the the Netflix joint? <laughs> the oh, randomly cussed her out. Yes, yes. Like, was like it is lifting from your head. I was like, it is. I mean, it it was. He was doing the most, like, but he wasn't wrong. <laughs> he, right, he, he not lying. I mean, yeah, that way was it. You know, the part that be killing me about these weeds is I know it's supposed to be a closure or something on them, but sometimes I'm like, so the closure, like, there's no part in the so either there's no part or the part is like the size of a finger. What are we doing here? <laughs> like, so that's what this is. That's what we doing today. We gonna we gonna either have a baseball cap or Moses part in the Red Sea. <laughs> We you paid someone for this? Oh, okay. Cool. Right. Cool. cool. Okay. Fight them. Right. Fight that person and get a refund. Get your money. There's no way. Get your money back. Get your money back. And clearly they had no mirrors in that place. Oh, it's different now. Place. Like I used to get weeds. That's how I ended up going natural by accident because laziness. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I did weaves for five years. I get my tracks, I get my sewing or whatever, but I have a leave, I have a leave out back in those days. Apparently they, they mm-hmm. don't really do leave out. They don't do that now. Mm-hmm. So they have like that special closure. I didn't, the, the, langu- the language, I don't know. I'm completely <laughs> out of the loop with the, the hair game. Um, Same. But like, I would get my little, you know, Brazilian wavy and get that sewn in. What? And I'd be out here in these streets and like like the early days when I see old pictures of myself, I was like, oh girl, you really you let this go? <laughs> you was out here like this? The sadness. And then you can tell the progression is when I started knowing what I was doing. By the end, was like, okay, you got it. Like you give him, you know, movie star waves, you know what I'm saying? Like the, obviously my best weave was my wedding weave by far. But like oh my goodness. Was, I was doing bundles before they called them bundles, okay? Bundles. <laughs> not new to this, you true to this. Okay. Okay. But okay. All that beautiful I hair. I had yeah, I mean, when I took my when I took the weave out that I was just natural because the only part that wasn't fully um natural was the front because I knew I was getting close to taking it out, so I used to just like mm-hmm. get a texturizer and not get the full you know, the full relaxer on there, but the whole other part, <laughs> that was Africa <laughs> back there. And I had to learn. Oh my goodness. My it, was a, it was a tragedy when, when I was left to my own devices. <laughs> Listen, if I showed you a picture of this weave and I thought I was too cute in this little dress, I went to this ball. I thought I was like a banquet rather. I thought I was listen the best thing since sliced bread but then I noticed in the pictures I'm always at an angle and I was like oh that's why because it looked like one when she braided you know they used to braid it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and one side like you could tell when she was getting like to the really really thick part or the braid was really thick on one side because that side of my hair was like the weave was all flat iron but it was sitting up like a the hump on a camel and then the other side was smooth and I was taking pictures at an angle and I was like oh that's why because I needed I just wanted the natural side to show 
I didn't want the humpback of Notre Dame. I didn't want that. The humpback of Notre Dame. I didn't want that part showing. It was a hot mess. Man, I, like, I went what? to Jamaica with a weave and it was, you know, you get that wet. There's a whole different party going on. It's a, <laughs> a whole, the edges is like, hey girl, hey. And the back is like, right. Elder Barge. And it, was, it was not. <laughs> it was, and I took mad right. pictures. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I needed a headband. I can't tell you nothing. <laughs> Listen, all them different textures of hair when Ooh, I had, like, because I would have the leave out too. Uh-huh. It would be like curly in certain parts and wet and wavy somewhere else. And like, and the lady that was doing my hair was, she was like, Ooh, this is like Team Fight Back America. Ma'am, <laughs> mind your business. All that. Right. Just, oh, I didn't ask you for that. Just like, nobody asked you. Out. Nobody asked you. Just, just take this thing out and put it back in, please. Or thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm not paying you for your opinion on you my didn't hair. ask for this, this you. you know, commentary, girl. <laughs> but, right. I don't need you putting my business out in the streets like that in the salon either, because you know everybody listening to everything in the you salon. Know, you know, everybody ear hustling everything that's going on, especially if it's juicy, because God exactly. knows I heard some things. In the salon, Girl, I heard about like rap, was rappers and famous cats and stuff. I was like, wow, mm. just listening because you know the stylists be everywhere, so they know stuff. And I was like, wow, they- I'll tell you about it offline. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am, we can share some stories because I know. Oh, and I'm gonna send you a picture of the Jamaica weave. Woof! <laughs> Woof. I can't wait to what not wolf. Oh, oh no! Not you, wolf. Watch. I, I'm gonna send you a picture. The pictures came out like you know how your your iPhone likes to be like. Remember when you look like a fucking peanut M and M? It'll show you this shit. It was like in Jamaica so with a tan. I was like, oh, listen. The tan was the best. I part. feel like th- that's <laughs> listen because when I go and get a tan on the beach, it's um you can't tell me nothing. You can tell me exactly Skin glowing and all of that. Look, it looks exactly. like I'm on bronzer at all times. It is truly. Glorious. I don't know when Listen. I'm gonna get on the beach again. Damn. If I had no I was just saying that today. I don't even know the, the last time I was on a plane. I guess I go to beaches in my mind. That's Ooh, where that's I go. The, to. Oh, when I went to New Orleans in eighteen. That was the last time. Yep. Wow. The last time. I, I had think. no idea. I would have seen more of right. New Orleans because I spent all my time in meetings, but it was it was the place and I had a ball, but like I was in meetings the whole time. I think that's the last time I went to. I went to New Orleans. I think that's it. I went to Essence Festival. Um, I still got that on the bucket list. 18. Yeah, listen. I came the that, week you were there. I was there the very next week. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was that was big fun. Like yeah, that was a lot of fun. I don't drink. Airport. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Almost <laughs> my flight, and it was the last flight out before a storm rolled in. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. That's that's the only thing about going. First of all, it's too hot. Mm. Um, Girl, I've never. It's the life. humidity. That humidity. I just beautiful place. Loved it. Three o'clock in the morning. Thirty-five yes. percent humidity. I just. I could not. I, why? Right. Um, why am I a human sweat box? Like, it was like why? being in a bowl of soup for like seven days. <laughs> The hottest Every soup you can day. find. I was like, what? Every day. Listen, but there's some fine men out there, okay? Well, I'm I went to fine men at Essence Fest. Well, you know, I know you're not, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I know went, it's not. I went, I mean, my eyes work. I have four of them now. Um, <laughs> I went during, um, you know, my sorority's uh, conference and the mm-hmm. kids were having their conference at the same time. So there oh, were a oh. lot of very healthy young men in the streets healthy <laughs> and I was like well look at that <laughs> well all right <laughs> okay it's awesome yeah I met a couple of nice ones and I fell asleep actually in his face <laughs> yeah good time um so <laughs> we went to get oh uh, because you when you go to New Orleans like what is sleep right so no there's no sleep you go it's, for like essence why? right <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, he was like, well, let's go get, um, what is it called? Not an icy, I can't think, gelato. So we got this gelato, whatever, and I'm sitting there and he's talking and I can feel my face going towards the counter. <laughs> like, <laughs> and 
it's not that he wasn't cute. He was just boring and I was sleepy. Oh, Sir, I'm going to need God. you to get this conversation together. And I, I wait, felt my bro. face. <laughs> right. I felt my face going closer and closer. You know how your face goes down and you pop yes. it back up like somebody's jerking you with a string. Yep. That yep. was me. I did so, that in a conference meeting. That was embarrassing because the dude was doing a presentation <laughs> and I went down the like it was the best sleep because it was warm. You know how it gets warm in those kind right. of You get in a good, comfortable position, and you're trying to look very mm-hmm. intently. And yes. down I went, right in front of his face too. I was right down front, sleeping in his face, a mess. Down goes Frazier. That that's <laughs> the worst time that's ever happened to me. I was in a I was in a training for work and fell asleep and hit my head on that desk. Ooh, child. So I couldn't even pretend that I wasn't falling asleep because it was like a thump real loud. And so all all of the white people looked at me like, and I was like, huh? Like, what y'all looking at? Like, I like I didn't just bust my head business. on the desk there. Yeah, get out of my business. Pay attention. If you was watching him, you wouldn't know I was hitting my head back here. So, yeah. That's- Let's get back on track. We have completely gone off the rails. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I have one more question left. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm it's fine. It happens on every single episode. If it didn't happen, I would be shocked, shocked. <laughs> every episode, we go off the rails. But that's what makes it fun. It's the other right. things. Like Elise was saying yes. last week, she was like, that's the other things in the Mostly Max. So this is the other things. This is the other things, yes. <laughs> okay, so what was the worst job you've ever had? <sighs> The worst job I've ever had. Let's see. Hmm. I'm trying to think. You know what? I was working in, Lord Jesus. So my uncle got me this job, bless his heart. And they was paying me under the table because I wasn't old enough to be working there. And it was like a trucking place. Mm. And I was supposed to do like secretary work. Supposed to. But that's not what happened. Um, and they had me out there picking up these little, I don't know what, they, they look like little plastic tables, if you will. You know when you get a pizza sometimes and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. this little white thing in the middle? I don't know why this was my part of the job, mm-hmm. but yeah, I was picking up little plastic things, like cleaning up the grounds pretty much Ooh. at a trucking place. Mm-hmm. That was the worst one I had. That didn't last long. Yeah, I was there all of maybe three weeks. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. Like I'm not, I'm not built. That's not manual labor, but to me it was manual labor. I'm not built for that. And not for nothing, that they were risking it all because you were one yes. underage, two is probably mm-hmm. like a factory setting. If anything happened to you in there, they were fucked mm-hmm. twenty times over. They would have got fired. Right. Their faces fell off, and they were paying you one of the Maybe they would have correct down. They would have. Does that count as a real job? And then some OSHA shit if too. If I stayed under the table, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It was all bad. But they had me picking up these little things from outside and cleaning up, and like it was weird. I didn't understand that, but he had me down as an admin assistant. But I was not doing any administrative work. I don't know what kind of admin assistant cleans up, you know, trucking <laughs> area, but. Mm-hmm. I guess so, but I, I wasn't about that life. So, yep, it was me, these two old white men, and another black lady oh, that was geez. there. She did admin work for real. Mm. She was in there typing and all that stuff. I guess they had you in there to do the stuff she wasn't finna do no more. It, correct. That's what that was. <laughs> Let me give this little black girl a job. She'll clean it up. Like, give it to Mikey. He'll eat it. That's how they had me. Give it to Zedonia. She'll do you it. Like no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, no, ma'am. So yeah, that job didn't last long, but luckily I didn't have to, like I hear people say they've worked in like fast food places yeah. and stuff. I, I didn't do yeah, that. So I did. I'm grateful. You, you <laughs> I mean, if the only thing you had to do was pick up little plastic tables, you was good. My first job was fast food and no ma'am, no thank you. The hardest job ever still to this day. Like I'll complain yeah, about but... stuff, but in comparison, absolutely not. Like just like, the, the managers were scummy. It was like, you know, everything was above board, but like, mm-hmm. you know, like it was just, this was like when you fast food was really for kids. Like it was teenagers. Right. There. 
And mm-hmm. like the one, there was a dude who was in there who was like 28 and we were like, the hell are you doing in here? It's not like <laughs> now where people, <laughs> where people are like feeding their families off that. And this is like back Correct. in the day when like minimum wage was like $4 or some shit. Cause I'm a hundred oh years old. And like, you know what? <laughs> and man's was super psyched because he got a 25 cent raise and he had been there for like five years. Wow. And I remember thinking, sir, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is no, this is no. not the move. No, 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 this ain't it. I'm going to college. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cause I, what I'm not about to do mm-hmm. is this. I was not built I, for that manual labor life. And that was some <laughs> Because our floors stay greasy. We almost busted our asses all the time. I'd be in there with my Ooh. Reebok 5411s. <laughs> no, listen, I feel like I should be thanking you for your service. If you weren't <laughs> in it, like, that sounds like a tough job. Like, thank you like, for your service. Dealing with, like, shifty managers who were trying to get over on you for hours. Dealing with asshole um, customers who thought they could talk to you however way they want to talk to you because you were a kid and they could try you. Because I was, like, 14 or something at the time. It was like mm-hmm. 90, because that's how old. Um, right. And all I wanted to do was buy myself some polka dot shirts from the Gap. And <laughs> right, that's it. That's it. All, that's shit. what life was about. Okay, I was okay. buying my own school clothes that year. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now. <laughs> and I remember it was like on 42nd, 43rd and 2nd. And you wow. could tell us nothing, okay? Me and, my, me and my two besties were working there in... Like, just, I remember there's this one woman, she used to come in all the time, and she was just an asshole all the time. And I remember wow. there was this homeless man that used to come in, and he was so sweet. And he would come in, and he'd ask for, like, four biscuits and stuff. And I used to, like, shove all the chicken that I could shove into that oh. box. Cover it in, like, six or seven biscuits and give it to him. Because he would always come to me because I was going to give him a hookup. Because the mm-hmm. thing of it was, we were just we were just gonna throw that food away, right? Like, right. like what the fuck is the point? Like fries and like just slid all kinds of shit in there, and I used to have to like do it on a sleek tip because the the manager mm-hmm. was acting like that was his franchise, and he if anything went out there, his it was gonna affect his bottom line or something. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, he was look at you, and I used doing to- the Lord's work at a young age. <laughs> look at you. While I, I was around here in my life of crime, getting paid <laughs> under the table, you know, that's <laughs> what I was doing. Okay. I'm not telling yes, anybody else's was, stories now. I wouldn't, okay. I would not wish that work on anybody. No shade to the folks who do it. You do what you have to do. So mm-hmm. you a baby. Correct. I was like, first time, last time. Never <laughs> <Forget it. laughs> again. I applied for Burger King and McDonald's, but I just never went. I, just, I was trying to get on at McDonald's because it felt like McDonald's was more popping. But right. <laughs> that was the elite, the elite the fast food place to work. Fast food work, okay. Right. Um, <laughs> it was the top. It was the top working in retail. Correct. Getting into the Gap, which was mm-hmm. I worked at the Gap. Ooh, look at you, fancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at you, mm-hmm. fancy. You had the discount. Ew. Ew. Listen, I had all the Gap sweatshirts. I know you did, and all the t-shirts. <laughs> all the t-shirts. Can't tell me nothing. Okay. You were dressed, ready to go every day. You can tell me nothing, okay? I tried to get on They would not put a girl on. I tried. I knew because banana was just too, you know, too stush. I couldn't do banana. Mm -hmm. Banana was too fancy. (laughs) And this was before Old Navy. So it was the gap and it was banana. And I didn't even try with banana. Yes. But I was about the gap, damn it. And (laughs) no moss. I was, listen, I loved working at the Gap. I had, um, they used to have these big blue sweatshirts with Gap across the front, uh-huh. right? I had all of those sweatshirts and I had me some Gap sneakers. They were white. They were white sneakers. And it said, listen, I thought that I was like the creme de la creme. Okay. <laughs> That's what, what I thought back in the day. But now, Mm-mm. now I'm all about that old Navy life. So <laughs> yeah. I used to be I about work there, but, I, life, but I've like, I like once I got to a certain level of chunk, it was like I don't I didn't get what I was looking for. <laughs> no, <laughs> not a certain level of chunk. I just you know what I just there was sometimes it's like clutch to get like a dress that you think is not gonna work on you 
and then you put it on and it looks mm-hmm. freaking amazing and it looks like you paid money for it too sometimes yes yeah like some of my staples I got out of there but like it felt like over time yes. like the quality wasn't popping anymore and like you know you buy something you go to some place it's like 14 girls rocking your same shit got the same thing <laughs> Y'all especially all in the sorority now. life if you find like for me I find one royal blue dresser there I'm like yes I go to a function yeah. 50 broads in the same dress <laughs> Now y'all standing around looking like a gap like a uh, catalog ad. commercial, like an ad, right? Everybody, yeah, no, old Everybody lady ad, that's I was awesome. like, okay, this is enough for me. I'm just going to have to move on. And I don't like going to stores anymore anyway. Like, I didn't like it already. Now, mm-hmm. I, I, this whole pandemic life, I was probably living it already because I was already working right. from home for the most part until I had to go into an office when I worked that mm-hmm. last gig. And then... um you know, I was already ordered all my things online. I was already getting my booze. Mm-hmm. I was already getting my clothes. Oh, you was ready. I was ready. Like, I had the apps all on decky. Everybody <laughs> had to, like, rejigger. I was prepared. Because, <laughs> you know, outside has been trash to me. So, you know, my motto, <laughs> outside is trash. So it wasn't nothing for me to be in here. And now I'm like, I wouldn't mind sitting in a restaurant. <laughs> right. Now, well, see, I didn't... Um... I didn't start working from home until recently, and now I never want to go back into an office again. You see it? I don't know what my life was missing. Yeah, you get more done working from home. You get so much more done. You could have a one p.m. cocktail and won't nobody look at you funny. You know, (laughs) I would be in the middle of work. I'd have my little white cloth. Because that's important. That's important to have that cocktail. I'm, I feel you. My only thing is now I'm eating all the snacks and not yeah. doing any working. So, I mean, yeah. not doing any working out anymore. No, I, so uh, now I am a flesh mountain. like a wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> no. Flesh mountain, ma'am. Flesh I'm not about to do this with mountain. you. Mountain. Where it's like, <laughs> I've still managed to stay in the size that I've always worn, but it's just mm-hmm. all, mm-mm. nothing firm. Everybody's, everything's gelatinous. Yeah. <laughs> I keep telling myself when I get up, do a sit up today, Redonia. And but I mean, you're happening. still popping though. Like you was given like Dora Milaje body. Damn. I mean, you probably still giving Dora <laughs> Milaje body. So I don't know if it's Dora, it's probably the all of Dora Milaje not just one Ember. I'm giving all of their bodies because I put on all the weight so it's no. I mean it's fine now I'm thicker have, than a snicker but I'm okay I mean I'm far thicker than that but you know that's the <laughs> only thing that happens for me I, I will take it because uh you know I feel like the minimum was for me to gain 30 pounds <laughs> That was the right. that was the minimum in comparison <laughs> to all that happened last year. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I'll take it. Absolutely. I will take that. That can be dealt with at some it. point. Not anytime soon, but at some point. Correct. It can be dealt with. It'll, it'll we'll get to it. It's fine. I'm I'm I texted my trainer the other day and was uh-huh. like, okay, so we need to start working out again. He was like, you probably still fine. I was like, you're right, but I still need to <laughs> gather up the body. Right. <laughs> Just I'm so glad you were on the same page with me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I'm going to need to get my life together so I can, you know, you know pull, it, pull it in. So I can get, you know, tight. Yeah, snatched it up. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to look like I use tummy tea. So, flat tummy tea. <laughs> I want to look like I look use like that. that. You all lie. Thank you. You with the so light. sweet. Not even a light flex. It was just like, look at my abs. I was like, amazing. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but they're not they, now they like they taking a nap they're they're starting to hide under a layer of of, of skin that's there's like yeah, a layer. Really there's like five layers over here like I see it like I can see <laughs> what my stomach would like to do but I'm like but I also <laughs> like to eat and not do crunches so what are we gonna do here where, where does that yeah. leave us <laughs> You you fine though, so you don't gotta worry about that, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't gotta worry about none of that. You fine, please. <laughs> Serving these people all the time effortlessly. So Mm-mm. that's not a problem. 
<laughs> oh, thank you. I'll be trying. I'm trying to get a rich husband so I can retire all of my friends. Listen, you know, I keep telling my single friends, you know, some of us married for love. Some of you have to marry for money so that we can all enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I need a trip. I need you to get that for me. I can be your friend who has like the braids and the caftans on on the <laughs> with you. I can do that. I'd be an excellent. I, I got you from anywhere. Listen, I got you. I'm, I'm gonna make it happen as soon as I find one. I'm gonna tell him, listen, this is a package deal. Like my friends come too. It's yes. me. And my friends, this is exactly. what we're doing. So. Exactly. <laughs> so and let's it all work out. <laughs> again, see, again. I'm sorry. That's fine. That was my last question. So, okay. where can the people find you, and what are you working on? Oh, where can they find me? Like on social media. Yeah. I am Permbox Z on everything except for Facebook you know it's my name on Facebook but okay. Permbox Z and right now I'm in school <sighs> working on getting that degree but also getting my life together so I can start my nonprofit organization Ooh. and um, yeah so I've helped so many people start theirs and do like their programs for young girls I hate at risk but that's what they label them as mm-hmm. at risk so um, I'm working on getting that together soon. Well, come, oh, maybe we can work. Thank together. you. Our, our our nonprofits can work together once you got that up and running. Absolutely, I've been taking my notes down and getting things together so I can get it started. So I procrastinated long enough. I'm real quick to jump in and help someone else do theirs, but I've been putting mine on the back burner. Well, that's, but I need to get. I, that. I want you to uh, focus on yourself for the 2021. Focus on your yes, thing. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> that is that is the plan. Focus on my thing so I can. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So I'm trying to get that done, get that started so I can help our girls, Um, you know, in our community. Because Vegas is plenty for the a boys. sex trafficking yeah. hub. Yeah. yeah. So I want to oh, make God. sure that. Nevada. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I want to make sure that I have a safe space for our girls and, yeah. you know, kind of keep them on the right track let them know some people here to support them that want nothing from them but just to be great to oh, live their best that. lives so yeah. oh that's wonderful and now that i've said it i have to do it now you so. gotta be held to it <laughs> i trapped you <laughs> <laughs> you did you trapped me Thanks. you gotta do it now so, yeah. it's on record yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's what i'm working on love that well, definitely Thank give me a shout when you've got your things or if you have questions, I'll, you know, I'm happy to help. Um, thank you. Oh, of course. Well, thank you for being on Mostly Max and other things. This was so much fun as I knew it would be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you. I know you're amazing. And so I'm so proud of you for doing this. Aww, this is you. awesome. Thank you so I'm much. I'm honored and humbled to be in your Aww. presence and on your podcast. As I keep all saying, the things, you're amazing. Everybody who I have on here, I only deal with dimes. All of my friends. Oh, okay. thank you. And beautiful. That's because that's because you a whole quarter. So I mean, you got to <laughs> keep us in check. Okay. <laughs> you a whole quarter. A quarter. So. <laughs> So, but no, really, I'm so proud of you for doing this. And I'm so honored and humbled that you allow me to be a part of it. This oh, is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank amazing, you amazing. so much. Thank this you. was wonderful. So that was my discussion with the fabulous and amazing Zidonia Wong. And it was so great to hear about her future plans and, and that I know she's going to execute on. And just <laughs> go off the complete... <laughs> rails as we do here and mostly max and other things about everything <laughs> bad weaves uh dating the whole shebang bang so that was a fun conversation she is so funny and so smart and it was such a good time so let's move in to the key takeaways Key takeaway number one, you are not a temporarily inconvenienced billionaire. You're a broke boy. 
There's been a lot of discussion around raising the minimum wage to $15, which at this point, it's been such a long discussion, it doesn't even rate. Like, it needs to be more than 15 15 is a start at this point because ain't nobody living off $15 an hour either, and especially in a city like New York. That is just not possible. But as it is, they've got folks living off a of seven and change. So, like, any movement is good movement at this point, but it's literally a start. But what I need is for people to stop going up for rich people who are exploiting you to stay rich. Like your energies are misplaced. Stop acting like $15 is too rich for your blood when you're making like 16 at Amazon. Let me tell you something. Jeff Bezos don't give a fuck about you and you caping for his fucking rich ass. Because the fact of the matter is while I'm talking, that bitch is making money. Okay. And I, I know I'm part of the problem as well. I have a lot of Amazon shit. I probably have packages in transit right now, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) Stop going up for these cats, man. Like, you know, they got to their money because they exploited somebody. You know, rich people aren't inherently better than you or smarter than you. And more often than not, they just happen to be a lucky egg that got fertilized by a lucky nut, by some rich nut at that. So don't start going crazy. Most of these cats have the means and access to get to the money. So stop letting them gas you and play people who are struggling more than you are on some bullshit. Because you're like, oh, they're going to start charging $48 for McDonald's if they give them 15. No, they fucking won't. McDonald's will be fine. McDonald's is going to be fine. The cat who's running that joint right now is making 18 million motherfucking dollars a year. And we're not even talking about what he gets in fucking, uh, not taxes, God knows he's not paying any, but what he gets in stock options and all that shit. So please, McDonald's will be okay. They are worth billions, all right? So make them pay what the fuck they owe because they can afford it. They will make that money back in 15 seconds. And no, it won't turn your cardboard fucking Big Mac into a, a $25 meal. So that's key takeaway number one. Stop playing these ball-headed fucking games. Key takeaway number two. The Democrats are already snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. We, I heard that they are talking with the, the Senate ones anyway. They are talking with the Republicans on some, some shared power type shit. Now, you know good and hell well that if Turtle Boy McGee was still running that shit there wouldn't be no discussion about shared nothing, okay? He's out here talking about, don't get rid of the filibuster. Let's keep it at 60 so that every time we want to do something, we need 10 of them to get on. Fuck that shit, okay? Fuck it till it dies. Get rid of that shit so we can get some proper votes in this hoe and not have to do all this top dancing and hope for the best with fucking Joe Manchin and get to the things that we need to get. Y'all got two motherfucking years y'all need to put your goddamn feet down on these people and let them know what the fuck is supposed to happen we not about to be sitting in here watching you fumble the fucking bag i did not give you people my meager monies my meager monies to put on your motherfucking candidates so that they can be elected for you to fumble this shit i expect a return on my investment for the first time and I'm a million goddamn years you people need to actually follow through on what people want not some kumbaya and let's all try to get along and blah blah fuck it that's not no no absolutely not we're not doing that we off that so y'all get today tomorrow you get in pressure okay Like I said earlier, get them fingers ready, get them sternly worded letters and them phone calls up because they're going to try to fumble this shit and you can't let them do it because this is a moment where we really have an opportunity to make this bitch work the way it's supposed to work for everybody, even though we know that everything is built on it not working for everybody, but we can reverse that shit. So that's that on that. A special key takeaway is... Michelle Obama. <laughs> That's really it. Mama came to show you people how the fuck it's done. She came 
a whole fucking vibe today at this inauguration, okay? Hair, laid, suit, laid, mon- multi-chromatic, monochromatics, fucking killing you. She came in here like, that shit I did last time, I didn't give a fuck, okay? I'm gonna show y'all what it looks like when I do what I fucking do. I gave them pose, a ponytail, <laughs> and a jacket, and all the faces, this time, you are getting hair, you are getting lashes, you're getting makeup, you're getting looks, you're getting a runway walk, you're going to get a swagged out former president, courtesy of me, and you're motherfucking welcome, we bring in fashion back. I'm here for it. I'm always here for it. She was a, uh, a fucking vision. I like yelled when I saw her. A vision. It makes me want to go get my hair pressed. Anyway, <laughs> that's really it uh for everything and and that's also it for this week's mostly max and other things thank you for joining me on this rant um i'm sure i will still have plenty to rant about uh because you know anxious sweet keep washing your hands keep keeping yourself safe um the last year has been very hard um, we've all had losses myself, um, as well. I am, I was happy to see an acknowledgement after nearly a year of us living under this, uh, pandemic of the losses that we all have, because we all have that in common. And basically just take care of yourselves. Um, a lot of my friends and folk are getting exposed to this shit and it's not it's not good so thinking of them and thinking of my dad and brother who I lost and all of you who have had losses um I keep you all in my prayers and that's really it take care of yourselves wash your hands keep your mask on wear it properly and I'll see you next week